You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Give God praise in this place. Come on, let's bless the Lord in this place. Come on, give God some praise in this place. Come on, our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Tell two, three of people around you that God has a miracle for you. Oh, come on, say it like you really mean it. Amen. Yeah, God has a miracle for you. Now tell yourself so you can believe it, that God has a miracle for me. Now somebody give him a shout in this place. Amen. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. I don't know about you, those that are watching right now. We want you to join in with us and believe in that our God is an awesome God. Amen. Amen. Somebody just stand to your feet. Give God some real praise in this place. Amen. We believe in God for breakthroughs on today. We believe God for a fresh pour of his Holy Spirit on today. Amen. Get your Bibles while you're there. Amen. Turn to the book of Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27. Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27. We honor God who's the head of our life to his son, Jesus Christ, in the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarver, Pastor Stephen Tarver, Pastor Hector, Cassandra Ford, Pastor Carolyn Doherty, Pastor Vondell, Scott Prophetess, um, Sonia Lewis. Amen. All of you the precious people, God, all of our ministers, the precious people, God, everywhere, those that are here in person and those that may be watching us virtually, amen. I'm believing God for some great things this year. I said, I don't know about you, but I'm believing God for some great things this year. Amen. I'll be reading out of the New Revised Standard Version, so just in case you have a different translation, at least you know that we're on the same block. Amen. Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27. Amen. Amen. There you find these words. When they reached Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay the temple tax? He said, yes, he does. And when he came home, Jesus spoke of it first, asking, what do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take toll or tribute? From their children or from others. When Peter said, from others, Jesus said to him, then the children are free. However, so that we do not give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook. Take the first fish that comes up, and when you open its mouth, you will find a coin. Then take that and give it to them for you and me. I want to go back to that verse 27. Amen. This is where our subject will be derived from. However, so that we do not give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook. Take the first fish that comes up. Somebody get this now. And when you open its mouth, you will find a coin. Take that and give it to them for you and me. I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject supernatural provision. 
Can you say that with me? Supernatural provision. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Though through our reading his written word, even his spoken word, receiving the rainbow word, you shall now begin to experience the manifested word, enjoy the fruit, prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that supernatural provision. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord if you can. As I begin to look at, uh, tell you people calling already, excited about the word. Amen. Praise God. Amen. When you look at this particular scripture uh, lesson, I want to point something out to you that even though we're in a new year, that there is nothing too hard for God. Can I say that one more time? Even though we're in a new year, there is nothing too hard for God. See, one of the key things you need to understand that we talked about this in one of our previous times together, that in order for us to experience a better year, it has to take place with our mindset. Am I talking to anybody today? So we got to have the right mindset. In order for you to get the right mindset, you need to have the right environment. Am I talking to anybody here? You know, we're in the midst of our consecration and our fasting and praying. And I'm going to tell you again that our prayer time has been amazing. I'm already hearing about the praise reports and the testimonies. Amen. And how many know it ain't over yet? I said it ain't over yet. And I will say this too, that even when you're in the midst of praying and fasting, it does not exempt you from being challenged. I know some folks think that once you start fasting and praying, you're going on cruise control, everything's going to work out for you. No, that's the time when you get tested for what you're doing. Am I talking real to anybody here? But yet in spite of the test that you may encounter, just rest assured that God still got you. Oh, my God, at least should have had at least three people would have shouted. What do you mean? So here in this particular lesson, we find here that when you read the preceding verses in chapter 17, that Jesus had did some signs, some wonders and miracles. Y'all do believe in that, right? You know, I know you don't hear it too much taught everywhere, but we still believe that God still works miracles. It doesn't matter. I've seen God heal people of tumors. I've seen God heal people of cancers. I've seen God heal people of headaches. I've seen God heal people in their finances. Amen. Because the God that I serve is real. I don't know if you got a figment of the imagination of some other kind of God, but my God is real. Yeah, that was listening to some scriptures this morning and even on yesterday, uh, Minister Edwards, and that. I think about some theologies that we have that exist and how that a lot of scriptures would refute those particular theologies. I know some probably say, where are you going with that? Just stay with me because there are people that don't believe in miracles. They think that it's just some kind of uh, science or some kind of phenomena that may happen. But I don't know about you, but I know miracles happen. Matter of fact, I've had miracles happen recently. I don't have to go back 10 and 20 years on those miracles. I thank God for them, but they're resume builders that let me know he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Am I talking to anybody? 
So here's we find in this particular text. So as you look at those particular verses, you'll also find that after that they had experienced some signs, wonders, and miracles, and Jesus had did some amazing things. You could imagine when you see a miracle, don't your faith get heightened? Don't your belief in the word of God gets enhanced? Well, let me tell you, the enemy will come right at a moment to try to blow you down or try to put a, a pin in and bust your bubble. Anybody ever had that happen? You've been in an awesome service, a great service, an anointed service. You heard a powerful word. It moved you. It empowered you. It encouraged you. And then all of a sudden, somebody who wasn't there tried to call you up and give you some bad news. Anybody ever been like that? You got a raise on your job. You got notified. You're getting promoted. And somebody who doesn't work with you. They upset with you, and then they want to say, hmm, who you think you is, uh-huh. Yeah, what about that money you owe me, uh-huh. Yeah, what about what you said you was going to do for me? They just want to just try to take you down. Well, don't worry about it. It happened to Jesus. Jesus was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, and what happened? The Bible says, and the devil came. So don't, don't, don't get all disfigured don't don't become all flustered just because the enemy showed up guess what if the enemy showed up god showed up too oh i'm trying to help somebody i'm talking about supernatural provision because see you need to understand when you're looking at supernatural provision you're looking at a circumstance where when before it didn't look like it could happen or was going to happen am i talking to anybody anybody ever had a god provide for you you knew you needed some money and then you felt led you you didn't know if you should say it was the holy spirit yourself or flesh or whatever it was but you felt led women to go look in some old pocketbooks and you found some money how about you your brothers you went in some of them old suits you was going to put on and you happened to in a pocket and there was a $20 bill. Am I talking to anybody here or you just happened to look on a drawer somewhere, a dresser somewhere and then there was a check you forgot the God hid it that he can show you a supernatural I know God you're ready to do something that we're getting like this. Come on now. Somebody better help me understand right here. God's getting ready to do something amazing. I said God's getting ready to do something amazing. I said, God's giving to do something amazing. Somebody better shout in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody just wave your hands in the air because God's giving to do a miracle for somebody right now. Oh, yeah. He's giving to do a miracle for somebody right now. Hey, my God, I feel a breakthrough in the house for somebody. So in this particular text, we find here that... Um, Peter felt sure that the master was ready to do what was right because why? The, the, next, the preceding verse let us know here um, that as, as the, it is so amazing how that the tax collectors, they wanted to come say, um, don't your master believe in taking care of business, handling business? And that's one of the key things that I want to make certain that the body of Christ, the church understands that even though we believe in Jesus, we still have to take care of business. That's why one of the part of our debt-free series is not only just free, debt-free financially, but debt-free mentally from negative people, negative emotions. I'm not talking to anybody. 
Uh-huh. All right. So here we find that in verse 24, it said, when they reached Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and said, um, does your teacher, it didn't even really want to recognize Jesus. Notice what he said, does your teacher. Don't get so disfigured just because folk don't honor Jesus. Am I talking to anybody? Don't, 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 don't get all this. See, you got to understand there are certain religions that don't believe in Jesus. Matter of fact, I was listening to another scripture where it says they didn't even call him Jesus. They said he's a prophet. Well, we know he's all of that, too. Are you with me? But he's really Jesus, the son of God. I could stay right there for a moment, right? <laughs> yeah, because Jesus is not the father. Whew. Are you with me? Are you with me? I just want to help you understand something. Jesus said, no. He says that when they asked him, it says, uh, Master, could you make certain that we would sit on the right, your right hand? He said, that ain't mine to give. That's up to my father. I'm just trying to help you right there. And so look at verse 25. He says, yeah, and he said, yes, he does. I love the way he responded. He said, yes, he does. Do you not know that you will be challenged because of your Christianity? You will be challenged because of your faith. And let me tell you now, if you keep hanging on social media, you're going to find a lot of pseudo doubtful, false, ridiculous doctrines on the Bible, about the Bible. Am I talking to you? People who you thought would have believed that salvation is for believers, you'll now find out that they're talking, it don't take all of that. You don't need to go to church, but the devil is a liar. The scripture says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together with the saints. Now understand, that assembling does not limit it to just the building itself, but we need that koinonia. We need that in the Greek word fellowship. We need to be iron, sharpens iron, because let me tell you, if you're trying to sharpen your iron by somebody who don't believe in God, let me tell you something, you have a dull night. So here he said, yes, he does. And when he came home, Jesus spoke of it. First asking, says, uh, what do you think, Simon? See, Jesus already knew he was challenged. See, that's the other thing, too. Sometimes I think we get so surprised and shocked and thank God don't know that folk trying to set us up. <laughs> Y'all ever had anybody set you up? Mm -hmm. So watch this now. And so here Peter felt sure that the master was ready to do what was right. He said, yeah, you know, he's like, well, I hope he does, you know. Uh, but Christ spoke first to give him proof that no doubt can be hold, no thought rather can be withholding from him. We must never decline our duty for fear of giving offense, but when we must sometimes deny ourselves in our worldly interest rather than give offense. However, the money was lodged in the fish. Now, I'm going to set something up. I'm going to paint a picture for you because somebody this week is going to experience a supernatural miracle and it's going to occur from a place that you least expect. Am I talking to anybody here? So here he says this. Watch this. Jesus says to him, he says, um, uh, uh, Peter, don't worry about it. I got you. Now, this is something else that's very key. I love this scripture. It's amazing, Pastor Sandra, that Jesus did not send no other disciple about the fish. But he sent who? Peter. This is something you need to understand. 
God will always have an assignment for an area you gifted in. Mm. Why? I almost, you know, I almost wanted to use one of these young people about computers and all, but they know more about computers than some of us. Are you with me? So I just have to use another type of analogy. But let me, let me just help you here. So Jesus did not, I'll mess with you, Pastor Hector. He, Jesus did not send a tailor, somebody who know how to sew, to fit, get, go to the fish. Because number one, why? A tailor or a seamstress may have sold the fish mouth. Are y'all with me? Stay with me now. But he sent someone who ought to understood that environment. What am I saying? Folks who said I'm not, they're not gifted. Folks who said they don't know what they can do in church. Folks who say that there is no reason for them in existence. I'm here to tell you that God never wastes anybody or anything whatever God has taken you through in your life experiences there is a ministry opportunity for you so he sent Peter and that's another thing too I love about this text watch this now because I ain't gonna be long today watch this now he says when Peter said in verse 26 he says from others and Jesus talked about that's really what was saying there he should really been tax exempt that was a free one. Watch this time. And so Howie, he says, so that we do not give offense, go to the sea. Jesus is good. He's, can I use this word? Jesus was very cool. I mean, he, he just, Jesus is saying, showing us something here. And he's demonstrating to his disciples. Don't become so overwhelmed when you are faced with bills. When you are faced with an illness. Am I talking to anybody here? When you're faced with, you don't know how you're going to make ends meet. Don't become so overwhelmed. That's a moment that you just need to take a pause break. Hold on. Talk to God. Say, God, you already know. You said like the birds of the air, the fowl. So the air and the fish in the sea, you already know how to provide. God, here's a moment. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I need you to show up right now. Am I talking to anybody here? Well, so you don't think this is just a thing. Just this week, I had a situation. I said, God, I ain't going to panic. I'm going to trust you within moments. Hey, I feel like shouting and speaking in tongues right now. Within moments of just relaxing. Oh, my God. Can I help you understand the reason why some folks don't get answers to prayer is because when the answer comes, it keeps bouncing off of them because they're nervous. It keeps bouncing off them because they're shaking. It keeps bouncing off them because they're doubting. But God said, you got to stabilize. Stay in your one place. Get your mind fixed on him and watch me show off in your situation. So within moments, I get a call. Said, I need your services. Within a few moments after that, 
I get a notification. Somebody sent me some money. I, I'm just trying to help somebody. See, sometimes people think that your position and your title, you're exempt from adversity and challenges. No, that's how our faith get increased so we can empower you to let you know that our God works. It's not just words in a Bible, in a book, but they are living, existing words. That's why we say I am a living recipient of the manifested promises of God's word. It... So what am I saying? God did a supernatural provision. Because watch this. One of the avenues I wanted to go to was not available. <laughs> Y'all with me? It wasn't available. Anybody ever had that happen? It wasn't available. You knew you had the resources, but it just wasn't available. How many know that when a holiday comes, some institutions are closed? I got your attention. But yet, God can show off on holidays. Oh, my God. So in this text here, Jesus letting them know that preaching about miracles and preaching uh, bring clarity on the word so people could understand it. You could break it down so they can make it palatable for them, make it where they comprehend it, where they can walk away and live with it. Listen, that offends some folk. There's a lot of people who do not want you to have access to the truth of God's word. That's why they try to water it down. Then here, here's the other kicker. They some, you probably already heard this from some folks, they even say that the black church has betwixt, that's Old Testament word, has confused the community with the gospel. Here's a clue. Anytime you find that somebody's teaching something different from the word of God. I don't care if they said that a black man wrote it, a white man wrote it, an Indian wrote it, or an Asian wrote it. The Bible says in uh, Thessalonians, I believe it is, it says that in the word of God, I'm paraphrasing right now, and it was given to holy men of God, and they wrote as they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Are you with me? So it's not of any man's private interpretation. Yes, we got some wonderful scholars in the word. I love the word myself. I love looking at the complex parts of the word and breaking it down. I, that just gets my adrenaline going. Are you with me? So what am I saying? Because I like making the word plain. The Bible says that the word of God is so plain that even a fool need not error. Matter of fact, when you look at the scripture and read the Bible, it lets you also know that the Republicans, not the Republicans, the publicans. I was going to mess with somebody's what side of the aisle you on, all right? But I ain't going there. But it said the publicans, it said that they had to honor the miracles and the signs that were being manifest. They looked and said, wait a minute here. These people who believed in religion, they're now believing in Christ, Christ and becoming Christians. 
They're acknowledging that Jesus is opening the blind eyes. He's unstopping deaf ears and he's raising the dead. Now, you can't deny that. Come on now. You, you, I don't care what kind of academic achievement you may have accomplished. You can't deny a miracle. Are you with me? <laughs> and that's another thing, too. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When God does a miracle for you, stop talking like the world. Say, you know, I just don't believe this. If you didn't believe it, you wouldn't have had it. Do you not know you can cancel out your words? You can cancel miracles with your words. God can perform a miracle and you can say something that you shouldn't be saying. I was going to use another word, but you're saying something you shouldn't say just because you heard somebody else use that term. Stop. Read the Bible. Stop saying, I don't, I don't believe it. Why? Because everybody else saying it. Uh-uh. I'll never forget. It, was, um, it wasn't Kenneth Hagin. It was, uh, we, Pastor Mame and I was somewhere, and you know how people said that, um, I want God to blow my mind, right? And, 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 you know, and God's going to blow your mind. And here's what um, I, I see is he rides the motorcycles. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Anyway, um, anyway, thank you, Holy Spirit. So anyway, he used the demonstration. He said, because he was ready to say that, right? God's about to blow your mind. And they was in a particular meeting, a church service. And a strong wind came and blew the roof. And it tore the roof. And he said, God told him, this is what happens when you say it. You are saying God's about to blow your mind. He said, because he's letting them know, I'm not going to blow your mind. You need your mind. But he was giving them a demonstration with the roof tearing apart. That's a a, a symbolic of somebody's mind being blown. So what are you saying? You now, the roof was not intact to protect them against any elements that would come to Is anybody getting what I'm saying? So no, God will put us in awe. He will amaze us. See, that's why you got to expand your vocabulary so you don't use certain words that other folks use it because that's what's wrong with folks now in the world. Their mind is blown. Somebody said, teach apostle. Watch this now. So here, here's what Christ is saying. So he's demonstrating this. He's letting the other disciples know because he says, when you depart from me, you may encounter some of these things. See, I'm trying to help somebody. I want to shout today. I want to dance today. That may not happen right now, but it will when you start thinking about what God is saying to you about a supernatural provision. Are you with me? So he's letting them know, he says, watch this, because it wasn't just Peter and Jesus in the room. Peter happened to be out. They know him. Let me tell you, there are folk that know you who you may not think know you. Mm -hmm. Watch this now. And so the Bible says that, and so in this text, Jesus notes this Christian prudence and humility teach us in many cases to receive from our right and rather than give offense by a system. Now, this lesson really has two possibilities that we can really deal with. One is talking about just for you believing God can offend people. So are you going to refrain from giving God the due praise? Are you going to refrain? I thought about this. You know, this is what we call Open Door Sunday. All right. So so some folks, if they invite guests and their guests don't really know that they get down like that, 
you know, like, hey, glory to God. You know, the, like the spirit of God could be moving and they just stand there like, you know, they, you know, they're a statue. You know, they, they don't want their friends to know. But see, that's saying that you are a shame of what the goodness of God. See, because that's what's going to draw folks is when they see that you're excited about what you believe in. Am I talking to anybody? Listen, folks know that, you know, just because I don't know, but they know me most for the most part as the guy with the bow tie. But they also know that I love Jesus. When people talk to me, say, I just don't understand. How is it that? Yeah, I just feel so energized after I speak with you. I just, I, I just, it's God because I'm praying the whole time. Are you with me? I don't take credit for this. It. Just God is the grace of God that's on my life. Are you with me? So what am I saying? I can't be ashamed even if the president of the United States walk in here and said, I just felt led to be in a service. I just need to be in a real church. I know I don't see the hundreds around the wall yet, but I just need to be in a place where God is for real. I never forget. Y'all remember that story that I think I shared some back some years ago that said that my father shared it with us. So you know, I heard it a long time ago, but it goes something like this. He said that there was this preacher in this particular church was preaching and God was moving. And all of a sudden he saw one of the prominent people of the community walk in. And then all of a sudden he just switched, turned to switch and then started changing the words he was using. Yo, the perpendicular of the and so after the service, he went to the professional and says, uh, so um, uh, how did you enjoy it? So he said, well, I, I did until you switched. He said, I didn't come here to get a PhD. He said, I came here to get a deliverance. I came here to hear from God. I came here to see, we got to stop that. You know, we got to be who God called us to be. I'm talking about being a supernatural provision, but God is going to do supernatural provision through supernatural people. So here in this lesson, we find that Jesus told him, he said, look, go down, go down to the sea. He says, cast a hook. Oh, this other key thing too. If you're going to get a supernatural provision, here's something else you got to do. Somebody need to write this down. Follow instructions. Because mm -hmm. you know, too many people don't like instructions. They just want to do things their way. And then here's what he also says. He said, take the first fish. That's another part of the instruction. Take the first fish. Don't look for the one that you think is going to be the one. Because Can I prophesy to somebody? God is going to show off on your situation through somebody that you least expect. Can, can I say that one more time? God's going to show off in your situation from somebody that you least expect. i never forget, we were in service some years ago, and um, was it Hector Jr. or one of your sons? We was in service, and they spoke word of knowledge to their parents. The, there was a powerful move of God, and they spoke a word of knowledge. I can't recall which one, Hector Jr., yep, spoke a word of knowledge. Now, most folk would have counted them out, so them children need to sit down. They just need to hush. They don't know what they're talking about, but God spoke through them. And guess what? It was an on-time word. So don't count folks out, even folks who you think don't love Jesus. 
Because if Jesus did not say, go down to the sea and look for a fish that's speaking in tongues. He's going to come, no. He said, just look for a fish. See, sometimes we make the things of God too spooky. We, we, just, we just blow it out of proportion. And God's saying, that ain't what I did. Are you with me? So he says, go down and look for the first fish. And then what he says, that comes up. Oh, excuse me, I just had a Holy Ghost moment. Watch this now. Like one of the key things you got to understand, the reason why some folks find it difficult for God to be able to use this fish is because they're not obedient. The fish was obedient. He had an, uh, the fish, I don't, I don't know was a he or she, but it, because he didn't say he. He just said, go get it from its mouth. Watch this now. I'll just stay with the Bible, right? And so th- th- the fish knew that there was a man named Peter. Now, he may not know Peter's name, but he knew that he could not, it could not come up for any other fisherman but Peter. Because watch this now. <laughs> this is, it might be a bless y'all all right, wave your hands in there. So watch this now. And so here, he said, the first fish that comes up. Now, if anybody in here, has anybody ever went fishing? Mm-hmm. Do you not know that when you throw the hook and the fish, um, you do catch the fish, it don't normally remain stable? It jumps around. Am I going anywhere? Watch this now. He said, but the first fish that jumps, comes up, reach into his mouth. So in order for him to do it, that fish would have had to remain in attention to allow him to take the money out of his mouth. All right, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to mess with you, really. Watch this now. How did the fish get money? Oh, my God. How did the fish get money? Y'all, y'all with me? Is this making, it may not make sense to some of y'all, but the ones that believe in miracle, I'm giving this, asking this question. How did that fish have money? Oh, my God. And then how could it have enough to pay taxes for two people? Come on now. Y'all better help me understand. What does God say to this thing? God saying that I'm giving it to take you to more than enough. More than enough. More than enough. I said more than enough. Not just to pay a bill, but to have some excess. This was so cool about this text. Jesus says... Go to the fish's mouth and you'll get a piece of money. That, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what was the tax bracket back then? Number one, how much did you need? So let's say they were in the 25% tax bracket or the 30% tax. But most of y'all look, y'all look like six figure, seven figure income people. So I know y'all probably like it, you know. Unless y'all like some people, you know, they got all this tax shelters and all of that, you know, y'all with me. <laughs> but watch this now. It was enough for him in the fish mouth to pay the taxes and what was due for two people. My God, can I? Whoa, I just got something. Somebody, God's getting ready to shift you into another income level. Okay. 
somebody right online, you're watching me right now. If you believe that you, put it in the comment section, it's me too. God's ready to shift somebody in the, if I watch this now, it's going to mess with somebody and you already retired. I said, you're already retired, which meant you are already on a what? Fixed income. Because you knew every month that was coming in, right? But God's going to increase your income. Now, I said somebody retired, but it didn't mean only that somebody that was retired. If you received the word, you believe the word. And listen, when it happens, not if. When it happens, I want you to notify the ministries on the Facebook huddle. Let them know I got a praise report. You don't even have to tell them how much. You don't even have to tell them the source because some folk don't need to know. Just say the word of the Lord came alive in my life. Are you with me? Am I encouraging anybody today? Is, it, is God's word encouraging you today? Talk about supernatural provision. Now let me close with this. When he sent the, this is another thing too. It took faith for Peter, who was a skilled fisherman, to believe that a fish was going to be where it was. First of all, notice where he sent him to the sea. Ooh. Anybody realize that a sea is bigger than a lake? It's a large body of water. Would y'all agree? What am I saying? Oh, give God a praise. It, it's, here it comes. Here it comes. The sea can symbolize supernatural abundance. He's sending Peter to a place of supernatural abundance so that he can receive a supernatural return. Is this helping anybody? See, I'm talking supernatural provision. But, Pastor, you read all those other verses. See, you got to understand what God's getting ready to do. He's going to bring you through the challenges that you encounter through the people who doubted you to let you know it doesn't matter what you had to come through to get what he told you. Are you with me? So watch this supernatural provision. God is going to do it. I said God is going to do it. God is going to do it. One final point for right now. God had to set up the circumstance so Peter's faith would be challenged he comes to Jesus because whenever your faith is challenged, don't go to people. Come to Jesus. He comes to Jesus. Jesus empowers him with a word. Said, don't worry about it. I got you. I know what happened. Already thought about it. I already know about it. Not, that's not catching me by surprise. He said, I needed to happen to you, Peter, because anybody else would have just probably screamed. So now, Peter, now that I've been equipped you, empowered you, and encouraged you. Now, can you be obedient? So he goes down and tells him where to go. He said, now the first fish that comes up. No doubt he saw some fish swimming. I, 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 I want to paint this picture with you. 
he saw some other fish swimming, but he couldn't mess with them. He had to wait for the specific fish that was assigned to his ministry. <laughs> oh my God, this is good. Are you with me? So what am I saying? God will give you the grace to handle your ministry. You don't have to pretend to be nobody else. You don't have to act like you somebody else. Uh-uh. Just be who God called you to be and watch what God does. Are you with me? So I'm done with it because why? Just what Jesus said was there. And everybody else knew, whoa, we serve that kind of God. Matter of fact, can I tell you this? It's a secret. Can I tell you? It's a secret. You might tell somebody else, but they may not know how to handle it. It's a secret. There's no other gods that can provide for their people. Oh, <laughs> oh did y'all get that? I said, there's no other gods that could provide for their people. Mm -mm. Do your research. Matter of fact, I'll save you time. I'll save you time. <laughs> Nobody ever puts it in the testimony, even in the newspaper, that their God provided for them. It's only believers. Now, they may say they felt lucky and they hit the numbers. They felt lucky and they scratched it to be in it to win it. But they can't say that it was God. I close with this, this story. Y'all may have seen it on, on, on the internet. Said this preacher was preaching. He said he remembered this story from um, some uh, older preachers. And he said that they, um, uh, it was, um, said this lady kept praying and said, Tell her family that God's gonna provide, God's gonna work a miracle. And said the neighbor who didn't believe in God heard her, and so he went out. You know, some folk God don't realize God is, is using them a part of the miracle, so he went out and bought a numerous bags of groceries, put it on the, the door, and, and, and somebody knocked on the door and says, Oh my God, God provided, right? So they went around the window that was open and said, I want to see what they say, right? Because they didn't believe God provide, right? So they say, said, that, so he knocked on the door and says, um, yeah, so uh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, uh, did you get your needs met? Yeah, God provided. And so eventually, he, you know, I'm kind of giving you the fast version of it. And so he says, yeah, yeah, you said God provided, but I went to the store. I'm the one that purchased it. I'm the one that brought it here. You still say God provided? He, she said, yeah, God provided and the devil brought it. <laughs> Are y'all with me? Now, you know, could have been a little bit more rhythm with it, but you know what I'm saying? But what am I saying? I'm saying... <laughs> So I ought to give God a praise right there. What am I saying? I'm saying that God, he's going to do it. Supernatural provision. How many believe this your year of being debt free? Totally debt free. I mean, totally debt free. There's some trainings that we're going to be going through, taking you through. So we already got everything set up where we, because we, how many believe, I'm believing God, not only that you be debt free, but that your scores will increase. Whatever score, credit score you have right now, 
we, we believe in it's going to jump at least 10 to 20%. Now, just think, what would a 10 to 20% increase on your credit score would look like? Just think about it. Matter of fact, would you do me a favor? You don't have to show nobody, but just write down what your credit score is if you know it. Just write it down. Because there's an atmosphere where God's going to do a supernatural provision. He's going to show off right now, I'm telling you. Since I'm not in a position where I can write it down, I'm just let my wife know. She already know what mine is anyway, right? Right, put that 759. <laughs> Are you with me? I, mean, I want to encourage you. Listen, see, why do we limit what God could do? You, you know what I'm saying? Why do we limit what God could do? I, I mean, I just trust God like that. Are you with me? I'm believing for 850. Are you with me? Do you not know that certain credit scores, you don't even have to show up. You can make a phone call. And they do certain things. That's Sister Brown. <laughs> She's the only person I know that I'm aware of that can get cars like that. Boom, boom. That's, I mean, and she, no, excuse me. She gets automobiles. You know, she gets, she gets automobiles. We learned there's a difference between a car and an automobile. <laughs> Amen. Come on, give God a praise. I'm done. Stand to your feet. But supernatural provision. Listen, I want you to be so encouraged. Matter of fact, I want you to be so encouraged that your faith is so ignited that you're even going to go check your, your clothes, your old clothes, your, your not necessarily old clothes, but just check some clothes, some pocketbook ladies that you have. And, and just, I believe somebody's going to find something, some good stuff. I believe somebody's going to find something. I, I said, I believe it. I just... The faith is level is right there. I just believe it. Somebody watching us right now, God's going to work it out where you're going to find something of significance. Yeah. You're going to find something of significance. How many believe that? I said, how many believe that? You're going to find something of significance. Give God a real praise in this place. First thing, we want to pray for you that may not have a relationship with Jesus. Because maybe what you heard, maybe you're like, what, really? Huh? Well, see, it, we realize that it doesn't make sense if you don't love Jesus, don't understand who Jesus is. But this is, and Jesus even said this, he says, some in the world will not believe unless there are signs and wonders. In other words, they want to see God working in your life. So when you, that's why you have to make known his deeds among the people so that other folk will know that God's working in your life and that God is real. Are you with me? I said that God is real. So we want to pray with you, asking every believer that's watching right now, that's listening. I want you to pray along with us because there's somebody that's praying for the first time, maybe the fourth or fifth time, but they made up their mind that they want to give their life life to Jesus. If, would you just join us, Lord Jesus? Thank you for encouraging me through your word regarding supernatural provision. Jesus, I want to say thank you for dying on the cross for my sins, going into the grave, but rising on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope, and a new opportunity in life. 
I believe in my heart, confess with my mouth that today, right now, I am saved. Give God a praise in this place. You prayed that prayer. That was step one. The next thing you need to do is some action. Now it's the first let us know that you prayed that prayer with us and you made a decision to give your life to Jesus. The second step is that you need to connect with a good Bible teaching church where you can learn the truths of God's word. We invite you to be a part of Yes Lord Ministries. If you'd like more information on what it takes to be a member, be a part of our local body of believers in Christ Jesus, you need to download our mobile app, uh, Yes Lord Ministries mobile app, where you have an Android or you have an iPhone, or you can send us a private message through our Yes Lord Ministries Facebook page or send us an email at events at ylnconnect.org. You'll get more information on that, but we just want to celebrate with you and congratulate you for making a decision to give your life to Jesus. Is there anybody else that's going to celebrate with those that are giving their life to Jesus? And maybe you said that I'm already a believer, already know Jesus, but I need to be connected to a Bible teaching church. You believe that Yes Lord Ministries is the place that you want to be. Amen. We're looking for you. Amen. Matter of fact, make a trip here to be with us every second or fourth Sundays where we can shake your hands. Amen. And we can meet you. Amen. Because you're important to all of us here at Yes Lord Ministries. Amen. Praise God. We thank God for you, you, and you. Amen. And we just believe God for some testimonies this week. Amen. Somebody say with me, supernatural provision. Come on, give God a praise. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text GIFT to 1-844-948-3895. Cash App dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.